Good morning, all you great, grand, wonderful, fantastic individuals out there in the universe. It is November 28th, Monday, um, and I feel like I kind of went silent for a little bit. Uh, I haven't been on here to uh rant and rave about life love liberty and all the shit in between with y'all for a minute so consider this a cap off of this month because i mean at the end of this week we're starting december so per the usual let's start the show four score and 20 years ago so I need to go back a couple of weeks actually actually you know what I need to go back a couple of months so uh, May of this year uh, represents uh, represents that's not a good word May of this year marks marked the one year anniversary I don't like that word for it either but um, of my dad's passing right because my dad passed May top of May of last year and oh god I I still have not figured out this healing thing or what the process should look like or if it should look like anything, or I guess I'm getting to a point where I feel like I need to start really focusing on whatever my way is, is what's my way, and that's it. And I guess that comes with everything. I feel like I'm rambling, so uh, which so maybe this is a ramble, ramble, ramble episode. Um, so I guess I'll, let's put it like this. When my dad passed in May of last year, I felt like for months afterwards, I was just being punished in constant turmoil with um, this non-relationship between me and his wife and just kind of her hatred and all the things that she did that she didn't have to do, that she chose to do, that made my life a living hell and put me in a space where dealing with his passing was gonna have to come later because first I have to deal I have to get through the trenches of her fuck shit was a lot for me um I don't know if you're supposed to have the feelings that I have had attached to my father's death but um I will tell y'all what a lot of my emotions have been uh, first, it was like, you know, infinite just sadness. Sadness on top of sadness on top of sadness. And then uh, then it was isolation. I felt like a lot of people didn't know how to talk to me because they have not had a loss like this. And people's um, non-familiarity with the space that I was currently residing left them without the tools that they needed 
to be a good friend. So people just weren't a friend at all. And it left me very isolated. And I felt um, misused. I felt like no matter what has ever been going on in my life in whatever capacity, that for a lot of people, I've always made myself available and been here to walk with them through their struggles and hear their problems and their stories or do whatever to try to make people feel better and not think about whatever and like let people um, take up space in my life no matter what. And I felt like um, I was not being extended the same grace and level of friendship and for it to happen at the time that it did was very jarring and disappointing for me all at the same time I will say I think that's been a running theme since my dad passed last year it's like disappointment disappointment like you think that people would act one way and then they do something completely left field and it's like well that's disappointing my father's wife choosing to keep his flag and and cut me out of everything and all of that and y'all have heard me talk about this before but it was disappointing and like like I just said with the friendships disappointing and then um me just going to a old adage of a coping mechanism which is drinking disappointing I felt like a lot of the choices that I made and a lot of the choices or a lot of the things that were swirling around me at the time were just disappointing and uh because of the gravity of the fuck shit that was going on when it came to my dad's wife and all of that I it took a while to be able to get to a point if I were honest with you I think that I probably just started dealing with my father's passing um May of this year and I think that maybe that's why uh I think it was the top of last year <clears throat> excuse me top of this year when I chose to try to do this cruise situation in July for my 40th birthday and um the gravity that I put on that was that like you know I felt like I really hadn't been dealing with my dad's passing the best I wish I could have cut everything off like uh to give you full scope of that pocket of time like my dad passed in the top of May and then June is Father's Day, and then July is his birthday. <laughs> In conjunction with my birthday, my dad's birthday is six days before mine. And so all of those things tagged right behind each other is a lot. And I um, made the conscious decision that, okay, for my 40th birthday I'm going to really unplug from the matrix and take a break from life and because uh you know I'm a business owner and I say business owner and I don't say entrepreneur because of um one thing I don't really consider myself an entrepreneur I consider myself a creator who just happened to create a business 
as one of the various avenues and lanes that I participate in. It's hard for me to sit here and just be like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur, when it's like, I create so many things when it comes to books that I'm writing or projects or what we're doing right now here with this podcast or the podcast that I created for the food group or like the food group that I was attempting to create. Like I create so many things. Some of them work, some of them don't. Um, And the business uh, that, uh, that combines, uh, many things that I love in this world with many things that my dad taught me just happens to be a thing that if I am not around then it cannot go on or not in the capacity that it needs to because it's created manned and everything solely by me and again that's not the way that I've wanted it to be it would be lovely to have actual help but I can't even build community here I don't even have friends here right so and then I don't even make enough money to really suffice myself solely off of that creative venue I have to do other things like I'm getting ready to do this morning because that's the only way I could survive this very, very, very expensive place to live, which is like almost every place to live these days, but I've wandered from what we were talking about, so like I was saying, uh, I don't really feel like I shut off in the way that I needed to last year after my dad's passing, I, I kept going. And I mean, there was lots of other things, so I had to work through those things. And I don't think, and so my goal was kind of July for my birthday to take that time. And unfortunately, when you guys have heard about my experience with the cruise, I like some things I did, but I think, but trying to mix in certain portions of my healing and finally getting a vacation with someone who's a budding influencer just wasn't the right recipe for my healing process at that time. So I don't blame him. I just know that for me, I felt like the friendship became secondary to the career movements that someone was making and there's nothing I could do about that everybody is in whatever space and time that they're in at the time that they're there and for me I really just needed someone to be a friend since I had already felt like a lot of people had kind of abandoned me in this process because I felt like a lot of people did not know how to be a friend to me in reference to what I was dealing with but what I have gathered um some months later in this process of really trying to sit with myself and be forthrightingly honest with myself about my emotions what I've gathered the most is that um I don't think it's necessarily that people 
didn't know how to be a friend to me at that time, given the gravity of what I was dealing with. I feel like I've been surrounded by a lot of people who don't know how to be friends to me. I feel like a lot of the times I've had people in my life that have been here for the friendship that I'm offering them and that I don't get it back. It felt very much so like it was a one-way street. And this is one of those situations that I felt like brought that to the forefront and changed the dynamic of my relationships uh, with other people and just friendships in general. It made me really like lean into paying attention to other stuff because I had to. I don't know what our cast is about today. I wanted to catch you guys up because I felt like, like I said, I've been MIA for a while because I've been attempting to process some things differently. I, I tapered down my drinking and I'm proud of myself for that. I didn't think that that would be something that I could do. Uh, I feel like we could do a whole separate episode about alcoholism and I could really get into it with you, with you guys but what I will say in reference to that right now is this uh, when my dad passed and even before that when I've had tumultuous um, experiences in my life before my crutch is to drink because I'm sitting in a house by myself all the time besides my little dog that you guys see and so the first thing I do is drink but it's like it's like all day every day like I wake up early in the morning and the first thing I do is start drinking and I would drink all throughout the day and then all throughout the evening and rinse and repeat and I was trying to intersect these workouts, these crazy workouts that I was doing that were making me feel better um, in the midst, uh, into the mix of also drinking heavily. And uh, that just makes you feel like shit. Uh, and having mornings where you wake up and you puke and start back drinking all over again, like I was rinsing, repeating that, and a lot of days were fading away. Like in a short amount of time, I, next thing you know, a, a whole year has flown by with my dad being gone, and I haven't dealt with shit. And I recognize that in myself. And so I told myself that I needed to actively do better. My, I think the hardest part of this healing process has been allowing myself to fully go through the emotions when I feel them sporadically because it will be sporadically like uh, I started with all the sadness and then that went into a great deal of anger and then that pushed into feeling guilty feeling like uh, there were times in my life where I didn't talk to my father I didn't talk to my mother too sometimes but like where I just felt like I did not value my parents and Uh, our connection as much as I should because I was a kid and I was going through shit and I felt like I was going through everything by myself and having to find my way and so I felt like I had wasted so much time that I could have spent like having a conversation and fixing shit with my father and so it made me feel very guilty 
in his passing and then that makes me feel like oh I deserve all this bad shit that feels like it keeps happening to me and so my that's been a leg of things that I've been trying to deal with and um I've been trying to write stuff down and I have like books that I have to try to give me exercises to think and process stuff Uh, technically I need to be going to therapy but I can't afford it so uh, what I've been doing in conjunction is like minor like therapeutic exercises and things that I feel like have been helping me uh, process my emotions better Um, and I will say that I have discovered that in that process the dynamics of my relationships have been changing but I feel like the reason why that has been happening is because the relationship that I have with myself is changing um I've struggled with self-hatred self-disgust and self-love for such a long time and I am one of those people that preaches it to everybody else and does not take the advice myself and I have been working on that and I will tell you that it is a lot of work and some days are better than other days but what I tell myself is as long as I put one foot in the other and stay the course then you know maybe everything will work its way out and I will be okay and so that's the main goal is to try to like wake up in the morning and like be I won't say excited but be grateful and mindful that I'm alive And I have a whole new day ahead of me that I can take and run with and, and, and just try to focus on putting one foot in front of the other, as opposed to saving the world. I felt like I've spent so much time in my life trying to save everybody's universe. And what I've done in that same space is taken from my own universe to help someone build up their own and then when something happens that's so depleting where it feels like my entire world has been wiped to dust in front of me I don't even have stepping stones to start the rebuilding process because I've given it to everyone else and I always have so I have been spending this time over the last couple of months I don't know if I'll say four or five maybe six months learning how to build the bricks as opposed to take the bricks that were already here and build upon them I've had to beat I felt like life has beat me down to the core of me learning how to formulate the bricks at this point and so I feel like I'm at square one trying to rebuild this (laughs) structure into whatever it's going to turn into but first I have to start with the foundation and that foundation is my 
self-love and self-recognition and self-care and all those things that are important that I tell you guys that are important all the time that I need to start listening to. Yeah, I told you I didn't know where this one was going this morning since it's been so long since I've got on here and said uh, anything. But I guess uh, what I will say is this. Um, Patience is a virtue that uh, I've always said I do not have. But what I will say is it is a virtue now that I am learning to cultivate and work on to have in reference to myself and what healing from tumultuous trauma really looks like it slowly settles into my skin that um I am a definite work in progress and that um I have been through some traumatic events in my life probably over the last couple of years and that I have just kind of pushed through them or just kept working around them and have never really healed from any of them. I've just kind of kept going because people have expected me to keep going. Everyone's answer all the time has been well I've never worried about you or anything that's happened to you like uh because like you always find a way to make it work and it's like you know what that finding a way to make it work looks like not dealing with your shit that's what it looks like you just keep working because you can't afford to stop So it's not necessarily that I've always found a way. It's that I have no choice. And if I also have no structural backbone because I've been fooling myself with these friendships that are in a deficit. Of course, the first thing that you're going to say to me is, well, you'll always be fine. You're always okay. That's the answer that people give when they don't know how to be a friend. Instead of saying, hey, do you need something? Like, you need to see me, you need to talk, or not even say it, but do things. Adult friendships are hard because people sometimes lose the fact of... Being a friend means that you need to be accessible. And I will say that I have now gotten to a point where I choose to be accessible to who I want to be accessible to. And that my friendships now have to be two-way streets. And when they aren't, I leave. I choose me. <laughs>